basically prion diseases. If you if you really prion. will not sleep well, look up prion diseases, and they're all going to make you feel horrible, especially the ones where it's like, oh, this is just in lakes. You can just go in swimming lakes. in the lakes. Oh, it's like the brain-eating this. amoeba. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a prion disease. Prions, man. I'd rather have worms. I'd rather just poop balls of worms. <laughs> <laughs> That's that what I imagine I mean, that's like. Yeah, or uh, you know, for certain types of worms, you just put tape over your butthole and pull them out in the middle of the night. That's <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you guys didn't hear that? I don't think you do. Like a no, tapeworm. That was always the, like people would say like tapeworms. They would like kind of like they they would like kind of like look out your butthole at night. Like they they, they live in your intestine <laughs> and they're like. Who you was saying this, Sam? Who, you no one's ever said this to me. No one's ever said this to me. Who <laughs> said this like, to you? Hey, everybody. We are back with another episode of Growing Up Christian. I'm Sam. I'm Casey. I'm Jeremiah. And it's been a minute. I feel like it's been a minute since you've been with us again, Jeremiah. I feel like it's less consistent. It's like two weeks ago. Days. Yeah. I don't know when you upload some of these, before but it was that, recorded well, like yeah. two weeks ago. Well, this is the only time we talk, so. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, a couple of times. Uh, we got a group chat going where Casey sends us really cool I mean, things. as adult men, isn't this a pretty average amount of talking, though? Like once every couple of weeks, some group texts about weird news stories, and that's it? It's reasonable. Good. And speaking of weird news stories, I, I want to say it's next week. We're going to have a, a fun episode where we cover some cool, weird news stories in the form of trivia that I'm excited for everybody to hear. <laughs> That's your little preview. Um, look, I don't know what you guys have been up to, uh, but sweating. Yeah, it's yeah, miserable same. here. It's yep. it's like 110. What? Yeah, that doesn't it's make a, sense. It's it's. It's not like 100. It is 110. Summer's over, dude. Shut up. Summer's over. What do you, we have a, like a month and a half of summer to go. What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's over this for me, dude. And well, I'm good like, for you. We had a nice like 80 degree day today, but it's like it's I'm pulling it up right now. We're going to look at the rest I of the I was week. excited because this weekend the humidity was only 60% and it was in the low 90s. And I was like, wow, a, a reprieve. Like. I don't want to kill myself every moment that I'm outside. This is better than normal. I I love high 80s. That's my favorite. Um, and now we're pretty consistently in mid 70s here on out. And that's basically what it's been. I could live in the 60s. That's where I want to be. Oh my I God. want to be jeans and a T-shirt at all times. In the 60s? I See, it's funny because I feel like as soon as weather starts dropping into the 60s, you put a sweatshirt on, but for going from winter to summer, it's like it hits 69 degrees and you pull out your ugly Ugg boots and your North Face uh, no. fleece. <laughs> yeah, I guess. in the <laughs> Yeah. Going from summer to cooler weather, but going from winter uh, in Massachusetts to like when it's consistently below 25 degrees for a little while and then you go up to like then it's like hits the 50s i'll put on like a t-shirt and walk outside but if it dropped to the 50s tonight i'd put like a long sleeve shirt on and a sweatshirt i just it takes it is very context dependent like if it's going to be like 60 degrees you don't know is that going to be a warm 60 or like a cold 60 because it could really go either way 
Yeah. Or like in the summer when you say, well, for all, I, look, some of you who are listening are poor and don't have central air like I do. <laughs> but <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but it's, uh, I feel it's like if even thermostat, it's like at the, in the winter you set it's like, it's set to 68, the heat. Cause you don't want to make it too high. Cause you're not trying to pay for that because you know, uh, no, we set it to 72 because I didn't work this hard to not be comfortable. Are saying. you all, are you with 72? You literally never think day. about what it costs to be exactly. comfortable in the house. I never I once think about what it costs. <laughs> now we know who the poor person actually is on this phone call. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll put it this way. My electric bill this past month was $500 and I am not happy about it, but that's pretty high. Yep. It's, it's very high. Um, but mine and... pushes, mine's pretty high. Uh, if I was the one that I don't, I don't actually pay our electric bill. So I don't entirely remember. It's like an auto pay kind of thing, but, uh, and so I don't look at things like that, uh, out of sight, out of mind, but mine's probably like rounding 400 and my house is a little small for that. So I'm not sure what's going on there entirely, but either way, my original point is I feel like 68 degree when I, if your thermostat is set to 68, it's like it would feel cool in the summer, but at 68, I think it feels a little bit warmer in the winter. That's all. Anyway, this is a boring conversation. We'll move on from temperatures and weather. Uh, I had a weird weekend uh, because it was the first time since last year uh, that I spent from Thursday until this afternoon. Uh, well, I should say Sunday afternoon completely by myself at my house. My wife and kids went camping. I started work again uh, on Friday and my wife went camping with my kids last year too, because one of her good friends got like a campsite and was like, Hey, do you want to come? So she went last year and then she asked her again this year and the, she had the campsite booked and it was like, you can only fit so many people. You can only have one tent per campsite and whatever. So you can only fit so many people. It just so happens that I'm going back to work last year. I wasn't even into school. So I had to work anyway. So she went from Thursday to, to Sunday to go camping, uh, which is funny because I used to say all the time we should go camping. And she was like, fuck camping. I hate camping. Maybe she just doesn't want to go camping with me. But uh, yeah, I was uh, going to say, why, why aren't you on this camping trip? Like, but, is this... Yeah, because okay. uh, not enough room. And Jill, Jill watched Jill... a Gabby Petito documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I love camp. I want to go camping next year. The plan is for me to go next year. We'll schedule it. Um, It's because her friend gets a site and invites her. And then by the time she invited my wife, uh, all the sites were booked. So I couldn't, we couldn't just like be like, let's just do another one. And I'll come. That's that right there. That's every reason that I don't want to camp. I would love to go sleep out in nature. I don't want to sleep in a parking lot next to the people of Walmart. Yeah. So Great. there are a lot of camping sites like this. Yeah. What type this of campground campsite, was this? Was this like a KOA type thing? Like this is a go party in a, in a grass parking lot type campground. No, this is uh, it's on Cape Cod. It's Jellystone? Um, around a, a gorgeous, <laughs> like crystal. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but you're Jellystone? cracking yourself up. <laughs> hey, hey, <boo-boo. laughs> no, I, I know it, but I was, <laughs> uh, but hey, it's hey, like, Gabby, <laughs> stay on the trail. Great. He's really good at doing that voice. I was going to say sucks. he killed that impression. <laughs> Not good for the continuity of the story, though. 
<laughs> listeners. Uh, they didn't Casey, take Yogi's Casey. perspective very often in the the Gabby Petito documentary. <laughs> Casey's throwing himself back in his chair, laughing so hard you can tell that he doesn't have a choice. Like he can't pull it together right now because he's done he's done this impression. <laughs> he's and he loves it so much. He's been practicing. <laughs> Um, he did. He did really nail it, though. It makes you wonder, like, is this the first time? <laughs> well, it was recently role play night at our house, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> April's boo-boo. <laughs> so you're Yogi and you fuck boo-boo. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you... <laughs> it's not. It's not... <laughs> Isn't Boo Boo his nephew? <laughs> no, Sam know, doesn't like to go camping. Little bear. Uh, <laughs> Sam would like to go camping next year, maybe. I think that's where we were in <laughs> yeah, the story. Anyway, I'll go next year. But hey, it is a beautiful camp. What you got in that picnic basket? <laughs> Any, anyways, you. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was. Well, so my weekend was completely um, just me doing whatever i wanted so i was out thursday night i went to my friends uh my friend's band played at this dope ass dive bar called ralph's diner shout out ralph's diner in worcester um and shout out my friend's band loud sounds all capital letters they slap check them out uh they played uh yeah so also what was crazy is the show didn't start till nine i don't do things like that ever what i mean a show starting at nine which meant it actually started at 9 30 and my friends didn't go on until 11 that that's hell yeah it was wild but it was dope because um i i saw people i saw people i used to hang out with all the time that i haven't seen in like some people i haven't seen in eight years and there was like a large group of people there someone who had moved to virginia came back he was here just kind of randomly uh for the week and he popped in um but yeah it was like all my old like high school friends a ton of them were there and uh like i said i had seen some of them several years so it was like a really fun and even my friend's band who played he was a kid uh i've mentioned um my old high school band that's been scrubbed from the internet but uh i this is the kid that i was in a band with and uh we were at his at his house every week almost every weekend for quite some time um it his parents came to the show and i hadn't seen them in almost 15 years probably uh and they were like his parents were so funny about it because they were just they saw all the people who used to hang out at their house 20 almost 20 years ago and they just couldn't they were kind of like couldn't believe it everyone's just grown-ass adults now doing their own shit but um so it was like really fucking cool uh it was like it felt like a I almost felt like a high school reunion if I actually went to high school and a cool band actually played the reunion. But <laughs> so not a high school reunion because those things actually suck. Uh, I've been to my wife's and they are uncomfortable for people who at least married the person who went to that high school. I've been to my parents. High school in Belfoo, South Dakota. Yeah. It's a tiny That's little cool. town. Fourth of July, they have a big parade, and all the alcoholics from the country come get drunk in the city. Hell yeah! And uh, I don't know, you know, what year reunion was it? Oh God, man, I'm not sure. Probably twenty. Oh, nineteen twenty. Definitely, a lot of people have just ruined their lives. Like a lot less hair, a lot more credit card debt. They were they were class of nineteen (laughs) twenty. Is that what you're saying? 
<laughs> yeah, something like that. I say that, but like, I think what would it be for us? Yeah, it'd be like our 15 year reunions. Like, we'd all be kind of in that range 15, 16 yeah. years. So, I guess 20 is not that far off. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't even, I'm not even sure what it, I think it would have been the 20 year because it's been a while. I was still in like high school or something when we went, but yeah. So, I'm coming and going all weekend. I'm doing my thing. Then, then the next day, I end up, uh, they've been a uh, podcast sponsor. A good a little while back. Uh some people may not remember. Some people may, but Captain Cecil's Coffee Roasters. Um, I did a market for um for them uh in Providence, Rhode Island. And I was just kind of traveling all around, having a good time, doing whatever I wanted, when I wanted. That's a feeling I haven't had in a while. And then um and then I talked to my wife and over the weekend and like I said, she's camping. It rains the first night she's there. Uh, she wakes up the next morning and it rains most of that day. She get they go <laughs> they find indoor activities to do. They get back their camp their tent is full of water. Their pillows are soaked. Everything's wet. So she's like now she's out trying to find like a place to buy new pillows because those aren't going to dry if you just hang them up very quickly. Sleeping bags might. Uh, and then last night. Um, my uh my daughter wakes her up around maybe midnight um and kind of in like a, a abruptly and i guess the night before she just woke up to go potty a bunch so you know, bathrooms are never close so my wife keeps gets up with her like eight times throughout the night and brings her to the bathroom but then the last night it was um she goes jeff to go to the bathroom and she goes again she goes no i threw up and then she just barfs all over everything in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> she just and opened the sleeping bag and proceeds, barfed yeah, downward. Dude, proceeds to throw up for the next several hours, like that, that time outside the tent. But she had to go like rummage through everything in the middle of the night, find paper towels, get the wet wipes out of the car, clean up as much as they could. I have bags of like barf laundry and shit in my driveway still that haven't made it into my washing machine yet. And oh, I had so I'm like, degrees. Yeah, it makes me feel shitty. I like I feel a little shitty, though, because I'm like just doing whatever I want all weekend. And that's going to congeal into like a casserole by the time oh, you get yeah. it out of there. Yeah, I brought one of the bags in. And as soon as I ripped the plastic bag open, it was like someone barfed in my face. That's, and that's I, walking taco in that sleeping bag. It was, you know, <laughs> I was like, but I had the conversation about whether I was like, are there um Look, I was like, whatever happened is fine, but like, what did, were you able, were there a lot of chunks? Did you clean them up or are there chunks like in the things that I'm putting in the wash? Because the chunks don't dissolve in the washing machine. And I've put things, I've put things that got barfed on with chunks in the washing machine. And when you're done and you open it, the chunks fall out of the washing machine. <laughs> They're still there. It's like pieces of hot dog and whatever else they fucking ate for dinner. It's awful. <laughs> it's <laughs> like when, uh, it's like washing dishes at a restaurant. Oh, dude. Like, which I you just have years. to scoop the stuff out of the drain because the water won't go down anymore. Ugh. Yeah, similar. Dude, when you wash dishes at a restaurant, you almost become so immune to the idea of dirty dishes that like you're like barehanding wiping people's food off their plates into the trash. And you're just like just flicking it in there. And then you just dump your hands into the soapy water. 
Yeah, it's you so glad I, I'm so glad I worked like something that doesn't look like something got eaten yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I did hard manual labor and did not work in a restaurant. Because <laughs> everything I know here for people working at restaurants, I think I would have absolutely hated it. Like, put me out as much as I hate the heat. I think I would rather be out in that just like swinging a, a hammer at rocks all day <laughs> than having to do that. Restaurant life is it's a weird world. That's a, restaurant a great place to be spiteful. Yeah, and like hopped up on uppers for sure. I mean, I the amount of people when I was at um when I was in college, everyone I knew who worked in restaurants were like, yeah, everyone like your people are snorting perks, they're just doing all sorts of shit constantly. But anyway, I had a great weekend. My wife got rained on in a tent, had to fucking find a laundromat, buy new pillows, and clean up barf all weekend. So Casey, my uh, wife. Yeah. Casey, I also enjoyed not having any kids and doing whatever I wanted this weekend too. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. <laughs> See, but you guys I have a I have a puppy enjoy and anymore. That's, Fuck you. You know, guys. I have a puppy and that's that's hard. So, that's it's a really you know. very similar if you think about it. Yeah. Like it's we have to think thing. about how far we can be away from the house because our dog's wearing diapers now and you know, you gotta give him like a trazodone and two CBDs just to like get him in that nice mellow sweet spot so that he only pees himself like towards the end of when you're out and about. Yeah, are you well. talking about like a? It sounds like you're talking about maybe a grandparent at the also. Uh, he's about that age, so <laughs> no, it is just our dog. <laughs> it's like having a kid, but I love it more. Yeah. Well, yeah, you and still I, regularly I clean what... up shit more than I do. That's. Yeah. You guys cursed me though. Like the other day, we talked about skunks, and then I've had multiple skunk encounters since we talked. Look what like a week ago, two weeks ago. Skunk sprays or like just No, very weird. close calls. And okay. then my dog, the puppy showed up with like a rotten skunk carcass today. What? Fuck that. Yeah, like two hours ago I had to scoop it into a bucket and then like drive it down the road and get rid of it. Our dog got skunked <laughs> for the third time in a month last week. It's the oh, same no. skunk. He's just taking up residence like in our area. So I went to a friend's house yesterday and picked up a uh, groundhog trap. And yeah, another thing that I don't know if we'll talk about in the podcast or not. A bear trap? It's nope. It's time for the skunk to go away one way or the other. And I'm not putting it in my car. And ta- <laughs> <laughs> skunks, skunks have to go. That's, I'm not sure how much I want to admit to things on a podcast, but um the skunk has to go. That's where we're at is it's not, it's not working anymore. Our dog is too stupid to learn from this experience. He's going to do the same thing every single time. And he's going to feel terrible about it for the 30 seconds it takes to forget about it. And then he's going to go right back to trying to get the skunk again. So you should put your dog in like a, a giant bird cage and just leave it out there as bait and just get ready to fuck up a skunk, explode it, get like, um, I, I do cal- live in a neighborhood. You guys are gun people. What caliber bullet might explode a skunk? What would you need to make it explode actually explode a skunk? Make, I mean, what it would you need to make a chunk of a, a skunk. A regular like two, two, three, or five, five, six, like an AR fifteen bullet would certainly like take most of its head off. Probably, like if you hit it right. I mean, I don't know how big do you want to get. Like buckshot would probably you could separate some pieces of skunk from other pieces of skunk that way. If you're talking like just pop it like a balloon, I yeah, want it's it going to have to be five pieces. I want to see it like. 
I want to see a corpse. I mean, it's going to have to be like, it's going to be a giant round then because you're looking to hit it with so much kinetic energy that like it just explodes. That's not really like, that's not how hunting normally works, no matter how gun crazy it is. How much of the meat are you trying to salvage, I guess? Yeah, normally you're just trying to put like a (laughs) hole in it. You don't salvage skunk. All right, where's the sack in the skunk? If you shoot the sack in a skunk, does it make things worse? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Fuck yeah. yeah. You, All right. You, what you should you do. You let I'll, the smoke out. It's going to stink. I'm going to shoot it from a distance. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shoot it from like 80 feet away as many times as it takes. That's the plan. Yeah. it's uh, Skunks are the only thing that you just have a standing rule. Like, don't don't come around here. Oh, yeah. yeah which stinks. I like skunks. Like, they are good. They're good animals. Like, they are. They're good for the local environment. It's just, this one's not learning. Like this yeah, one and my dog like can't coexist. Local. There's a five sure. acre parcel where yeah. they can't be. And that's just the rule. Like be anywhere else. And I'm happy for you. The friend I was picking up the, the groundhog trap from, he's killed 22 groundhogs this year. What do oh you do with word. them? Does he kill them just because he doesn't like them fucking up his grass or is it like, uh, a- no, it's his garden. Like he, they, I mean, they have a big garden. They take stuff to the farmer's market. Like they, keeping pests out of the garden is a semi full, you know, it's a, it's a part-time job for sure. Uh, he started out burying them and then he was killing one like every couple days. So he's taken to burning them in the burn pile. And I, oh, oh, asked, I was like, that what feels do you like the wrong to a groundhog? I know. That's what I told him. I was like, that doesn't sound good. Like one day someone's going to be doing a constantly burning trash pit. What? I mean, is he in fucking <laughs> just bodies? Dad? <laughs> uh, I told him like someday someone's going to be doing like construction on your property long after you're gone. They're going to dig something up. And they're going to be like, oh no, this is where a serial killer got started. Like it's just yeah. so many groundhog skeletons yeah. like in a pit somewhere. What it's if Jeffrey Dahmer's all... backyard. What if he like put them all in a stake and continually circled them around his garden? Do you think that might ward off enemies? <laughs> Crusader the thing style. Is, he's had to kill so many of them. I don't think it even like phases him anymore. It's just like, oh, there's another groundhog. Walk outside with a gun, just pop it a couple times, and like, great, back to business. String him up like Nero around your garden. <laughs> if only that worked. <laughs> I, I really hate Nero. With my soft, with my my soft lily white hands, I've never been hunting. I've you know I've shot guns my whole life and everything. That's shocking to me. I, I I've never cared to do been, it. No fucking way. I, I'm not really saying you didn't have to get like a bloodlust merit badge in the Royal Rangers. I I did not. I did not. It also helped. My dad is a veterinarian, so we we grew up on the other end of this in a vegetarian <laughs> veterinarian household where like kill wanton killing of animals was not a huge thing that we did. But um, you have been like elbow deep in a in a cow checking on its uh on its fetal Prostate. status i'm not saying i've never killed an animal i'm just saying i've never been hunting so all right you're making this weird dude i'm sorry <laughs> so like i don't know do i have what do i have it not in saying me? Like, i've never literally opened up an animal with my bare hands similar to the way that a heart was ripped out of somebody in indiana jones and the temple of doom but I have never gone hunting. Let's just say I don't eat them when I'm done with them. <laughs> so Let's just all say, I'm going to say. <laughs> if I ate anything, it's the brains because it gives me more power. <laughs> what a release. The pre-marinated on the inside. Well, look, I don't know. You should like, see me I've climb got, a tree after eating. I've got my own brain. internal tapeworms. I don't know what type of worms are going to be in the brains of the animals. 
and you just want to make sure you've got like a good internal worm ecosystem going so like yeah you just gotta eat the brains i can't be eating brains that seems to come up on a lot also of tv Temple shows of and stuff when the monkeys come through oh, and yeah. the tops are cut off and they have to like <laughs> scoop the brains out and eat them oh i used to fast forward through that part that was rough i do that was uh that seared in pretty good yeah, so all, all I was going to say was, I don't know if I can look a skunk in the eyes and then shoot it. I don't know. I'm I'm currently wrestling with that. Like, I definitely want it gone. I just haven't had to do that before. That's, mm. a, that's a good thing. I think, uh, I think like, wanton killing of animals is, like, uh, that's a very boomer trait. <laughs> like, boomers want to kill it because it exists. Just to, like, just to exert their dominance over the fact that it's alive. And yeah. their manifest destiny. They were the last manifest destiny generation. So <laughs> boomers are very much like the there's a snake, let's shoot it. And you're like, why? And they're like, Well, it's a snake. You're like, Yeah, but it's a garter snake. Like, why do you need to shoot it? And they're like, But it's still a snake. Gross. Have you, know? you read Genesis? <laughs> Eternal revenge. Obviously. There's enmity between the snake and the woman. You have to kill them to protect your wife. Not to mention, nothing is valuable unless I can extract a dollar from it. Or a pelt. Oh, turns into a dollar. You're right. Yes, that's yeah. the value. Everything's, it all comes down to money. What if this eats a kernel of corn that I could otherwise sell? I should probably kill it just in case. Boomer logic. So, uh, anyway. mention worms. Worms are going to come up in our story tonight. Ooh, so uh, we have some more juicy, uh, juicy stories that we, uh, all of us, all of our evangelical uh, listeners may not be familiar with, because uh, at, two weeks ago we started exploring the apocrypha. We started, a series. we started a series. We started a series. Yeah, apparently we did. This is now a series because we're week two, and I suspect we'll be doing it again. Soon to be an anthology. Yeah, so this is another uh, book out of the Apocrypha. This one is called The Apocalypse of Peter or Revelation of Peter. And it turns out there's a lot of apocalypses in the Apocrypha. There's like the apocalypse of isaiah and the apocalypse of john and apocalypse of stephen and it basically just is uh it's like when the subject matter is very uh dim that's that's it's, basically an apocalypse it seems like at least as many apocalypses of as there are gospels of in the christian bible yeah so this one uh dates back to they think it was written between 100 and 150 a.d it's Who's referenced that? Wikipedia? Experts. I am looking at Wikipedia right no, now. I le- yes. Honestly, when it comes to datings of the, the Bible, I legitimately would trust Wikipedia because it'll tell if there's more than one consensus on when it was written. I've never not seen that show up in Wikipedia. So that's that I'm fine with that. I was just curious uh, if it was like they or if it was like I, Peter, wrote this book. In 80 AD, it's like, I, you never know who's, who's, the, or if like you, like, sometimes there'll be a little blurb above, like before the book starts about the book. And it's probably written by some like sycophant of the book <laughs> where you're like, I don't, maybe this isn't the most accurate perspective. 
Yeah, apparently this was one of the ones that came the closest to being yes, included in I the mean, uh date-wise that's really um really close. I mean, we that have is not we what have... I was going to say, but yes, it is. Sorry. But <laughs> but there I mean, you said between 100 was... and 150 AD? Yeah, it would but with this was apparently one of the ones that was the closest to being included in like the modern New Testament. There's some uh there's a couple of different like translations um the most most of the ones that they've found come from uh um well they're all translated from greek into uh other languages but most of them are come from ethiopia apparently there's like several translations that they found from there and it's funny when you start reading about the apocryphal books because like the reasons that they don't get into the New Testament or the Old Testament or whatever, a lot of times are just funny because it's it's such like typical squabbling over doctrine, you know, <laughs> that you would have stuff that would have split churches up over like, you know, it's like the equivalent of like, we don't want to use this, the the uh, chorus book. We only sing out of the hymnal. It's that kind of stuff that that keeps them out. This one in particular there's a portion of it that talks about how like apparently God references like if basically like saved people pray for the people who are in hell, then God will deliver them. So you could more or less like as a saved person after death, you could pray your relatives out of hell and God would rescue Purgatory. them it on your behalf. Out of hell. Is this like a, uh, yeah, out of a hell purgatory, purgatory thing? Is no, this where purgatory hell. comes from? It's out of hell. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Because Catholics have the whole concept of purgatory, which evangelicals didn't, which was like, when you die, you go to purgatory, and that's where you're like, God just wait. Like, it's like a scale. And, you know, if enough people pray for you after that, you you make it out of purgatory and go to heaven. But if the way I heard it was you go to this island with like a smoke monster and then like this hatch with a lot of like weird puzzles and things. And you spend about six years wasting your time. Then you find out the end that was purgatory. It's like playing Minecraft for six years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're muted, Casey. Oops. Hell yeah. So so God is J.J. Abrams. Exactly. Yes. I've never seen the show, but I'm I'm proud that I figured out the reference. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is supposedly like Peter's perspective on a vision that God gave him of heaven and hell, and it just goes into a lot of detail. It's like about... heaven is totes for heaven is for real, uh, but like the original version, not the remake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clayton. Uh, what is the kid's name? I don't know. We found him on Instagram, though. He doesn't have a big following, and it would be fucking sick to get him on the podcast. Uh, but I did say, I almost said heaven is totes for real, which was the With Bob and Dave sketch that is impeccable. Did you guys watch With Bob and Dave on Netflix? A while ago, yeah. I don't remember that one. It It's an it's like the kid is like on his, like an Oprah-type show where he's talking about how he went he he like had a dream that he went to heaven and he's like all these people were here but then he starts talking about how there's like and there's this man with this funny thin mustache and he was there too and it's like <laughs> yeah. 
And he just starts talking about all these like horrific, horrible <laughs> humans who were also in heaven. And his dad's like, uh, uh, what? No, no, I don't think, I don't think that's what he saw trying to like do damage control. It's a perfect sketch. Well, okay. So Peter basically gets a look at heaven and hell. And, uh, as you might expect, which section do you think is longer? The heaven or the hell section? Hell, hell. for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Because we still, when you ask people, I just saw this like Twitter thing. Uh, the other, someone posted some dumb shit on Twitter about heaven. I was like, I always thought that sounded like it, it always sounded boring to me. And uh, their response was like, well, like maybe to someone who hates God. And then someone else responds with like, that's because a lot of the ideas that we have about heaven are just like, entirely made up and silly and i was like okay so like where do we have oh, actual gosh. ideas of heaven to which there was no response but there's no good there's no no one's ever like there's no actual description or idea or concept of heaven anywhere it's like except for right here made up i so this is this is actually I'm about to learn this makes new. me even though I knew nothing about the apocryphal books and I never heard anybody mention them basically when I was in school or in church I wonder if this might be where our understanding of heaven comes from. It could because be. It's uh <laughs> It's like okay, here's the summary. All right, the vision of heaven is shorter than the, dis- the b- depiction of hell. In heaven, people have pure milky white skin, eh? Oh Christ. All right, off to a bad start. Curly hair and are generally beautiful, which I mean, that's a description of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm milky white. I got curly hair. But also, hair. I thought we didn't have human bodies. I was always told we didn't have human bodies and that, like, like looks weren't a thing. That's not sound I, in doctrine. Heaven, sound in doctrine heaven, is that everyone will look like me because yeah. I am the ubermenched. The, okay. In heaven, everyone's proportions will be square. <laughs> square of leg, square of torso. Everybody's everyone's a little teapot short everyone stouse. wants to Where fuck everyone in heaven <laughs> no sam i don't think that's that's not from <laughs> that's what that's that's it don't no don't question me it says the earth blooms with everlasting flowers and spices people wear shiny clothes made of light uh like the angels and everyone sings in choral prayer and God, that's really it about it. Awful. It's like there's fruit. Like, dude, you couldn't coax an American into anything with promises of fruit and singing. Nobody would go anywhere. <laughs> Except for like, maybe about a week before Christmas, some people get into this like weird headspace where that seems okay, and they go right back to like, are you kidding me? As soon you as still passes. have to like bare minimum, you have to have like peanut brittle or something like that. We Americans can't even taste fruit. It's like eating a ball of paper mache to us. I'm really happy to say I've cut the right people out of my life that no one invites us to go caroling anymore. That's not a thing that we have to reject offers to do. It's like, where's the NRA membership in Red Meat Fest? (laughs) (laughs) What's the, uh, what the, is it a wild game fest that a lot of like rod and gum? Well, we call them rod and gun clubs. Uh, or fishing game is that i don't know if that's the same everywhere but like clubs is that what you're talking about yeah club like uh it's a rod and gun like fishing rod and gun or like fish and game and like that's what like 
almost every i feel like every town has a rod and gun or fishing game club where like i don't know if we really have those here no but we used to have like wild game suppers when i was a kid yeah so like all the church in georgia these will often host them like annually they'll do like a, a wild game so they'll get your like your bear, your deer, your whatever. I don't know. I'm out of ideas. That's all I know. <laughs> I remember uh, at the wild game supper that I remember going to as a kid. I remember there was somebody brought squirrel dumplings, which was like a pot of tan porridge that looked and smelled horrible. That's awesome. <laughs> it looked like you could patch drywall with it. And then, uh, <laughs> My dad had gone on an antelope hunting trip with like coworkers that year and brought back like this pronghorn and which is basically like it's like a goat that lives on sagebrush. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's not exactly grass fed beef. And I remember they did like a pit barbecue thing where they smoked. They like slow cooked this thing for like 18 hours for this wild game supper. And it was, it was still tough. <laughs> it was inedible dude <laughs> it was brutal every time you try that fancy game the only thing i come away with it from is like you know what's really good chickens and cows like we've done a really good job breeding chickens and cows to be tasty yeah, yeah. exactly what's, um have you got have any of you had bear uh i don't well, it's so. just a little bit okay i've I, that's what i'm curious about because this bear hunting season around me is like a very tiny window um and it's just not a commonly yeah bear is apparently because hunting very dependent on what it eats okay like they say if uh if you catch a if you take a bear that's like right in the middle of like blueberry season like up in canada or alaska or something like that it's supposed to be like the best meat ever if you shoot a bear that's been eating like rotten salmon it's gonna suck you're gonna hate it and also you know uh trigonosis that disease that you get from eating raw pork there okay. is more cases of trigonosis from eating uh, bear meat than there is from eating pork in the u.s which when you think about how many people like the tiny group of people that are eating bears in the yeah. u.s there's more cases of trigonosis from within that group no shit. Everybody eating pork outside of it. It's apparently wow. really common. And just cooking the meat, like it's not enough to sanitize it. Like if it's in there, it'll survive through being all the normal methods of cooking. I think it's just you got to make sure that it gets to temperature or else like you're probably eating parasites. And it's yeah, so supposedly really bad. It sucks to get trigonosis. Like medium rare bear is uh, maybe not the way to go. I don't really yeah, know. Steve Rinella got that on Meat Eater. I think it's I think it's like the original long COVID, except it's also got it also gives you worms. Dude, people used to get worms. Did you ever hear your mom or your grandma or whatever be like, don't eat that. You'll get worms. Yeah, I remember that. It's uh, from a Christmas story. That was the first it's time really- I heard about worms. <laughs> That's a real like old timey diagnosis, isn't it? Like, <laughs> imagine if you came back from the doctor you're feeling really bad and he's like bad news i've diagnosed you with worms i feel like i have this idea that trigger what there's a disease that is like a quote unquote zombie disease when it's real bad is that trigonosis i don't think you mean so. like where deer get it where they start wandering around in a circle yeah and like that can 
like people who before they die from it, they're like it kind of like rots their brains and they like chronic wasting disease. It's a prion disease. So prions are the folded proteins. Um, Hmm. It can affect deer, elk, reindeer and moose. Okay, maybe that's something North America and then also in Norway and South Korea. There's also that one that you get from eating brain. What is that? That's like, I don't know. But I like I that we circled back to eating brains for the second time in this podcast. Uh, I'm looking that up. Kuru. It's also a prion disease. Um, found in contaminated human brain tissue. So well, found in people who practice cannibalism. people's brains. It is not good. I, Basically, prion diseases. If you if you really prion. will not sleep well, look up prion diseases, and they're all going to make you feel horrible. Especially the ones where it's like, oh, this is just in lakes. You can just go in swimming lakes. in a lake. Oh, it's like the brain eating amoeba. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a prion disease. Prions, man. I'd rather have worms. I'd rather just poop balls of worms. <laughs> <laughs> that's that what I imagine. That's what it's like. Yeah, or, uh, you know, for certain types of worms, you just put tape over your butthole and pull them out in the middle of the night. That's <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you guys didn't hear that? I don't think What's you do. You? Like a no, tapeworm? That was always, the, like, people would say, like, tapeworms, they would, like, kind of, like, they they would, like, kind of, like, look out your butthole at night. Like, they, they, they live in your desk, <laughs> and they're, like... Who you was saying you, this, Sam? Who, no one's ever said this heard. to me. No one's ever said this to me. Who they said this like to you? Peek out in the evening. They like go grab a snack yeah. and then go. While you're back. sleeping. I don't think. And they, if you like actually like look at someone. Go take a look. I don't. They're not a snake. They're not like poking their head out. If I you heard, look at If you sit naked over a over like a saucer of milk, they'll come out. No, they don't. They don't lap up milk like you'd think. Uh, they're <laughs> I, only, they're I nocturnal. that. <laughs> what a great sentence! <laughs> They're nocturnal, and they come out. They come out at night for some fresh air. And if you look at someone's underwear, you can almost it almost looks like a Brillo pad spinning in circles. They're just like their heads are out. They're moving around, <laughs> and then so that's why you put tape. You you put like real sticky tape over your butthole. So when they poke their heads out, their heads get stuck to the tape. And then you pull, you peel the tape off and it pulls all the tapeworms out of your butt. Any particular. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe no one's heard this. I know well, it's obviously know. not true, but it's my favorite thing to think about visually. I want to see it. I want to see it happen. I picture it in a cartoon, like Rocco's modern life animation every time. Yeah. Or Ren like and a- Snippy. It's like a rectal lint roller, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was thinking anyway, more about like. Let's get yeah, back to the things of importance. Night crawlers. Anywho, so that's heaven. Everyone Turn our is eyes back to heaven. Nice and white and curly headed. And their clothes are made of sunshine. Well, and everybody that wasn't sings. you in college because you had your hair chemically straightened in college. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in some ways more godly today. Yeah, exactly. Despite your lack of faith, you've really come into your true Christian form. (laughs) And it's good news, too, because there's a lot of ugly things in hell. And uh, this lays out a lot of different punishments for specific offenses. Oh, is it Iron Maiden here? I love the Iron Maiden. No, but uh, that was one that that April and I were talking about. We were trying to think up, like, good... uh, punishments along the same line for like other sins it is funny because there's like uh you read some of this stuff 
and it becomes apparent that like one whoever wrote this was not super creative (laughs) or maybe the creativity just gets lost in translation over time and two they have some specific people in mind that they want to keep a lid on and Mm. so you got to really lay out some specific punishment there's so many bad things that a person can do it's it's notable when you single out just a handful of certain things maybe not the worst things in the world you know so are we about to get into like specific punishments for certain sins? That is exactly it. Yeah. This is this... sick. Dude, we got to turn this into like a graph. I feel like maybe a Venn diagram if there's some overlap, but I feel like you could graph this out real fucking cool. Well, here, let me give you a couple. Yeah, let's get this. I'm there's excited. Kinda, there's a pretty long list. There's probably like 15 of them here, but um, we're going to be here all night because it, it's taken us 30 minutes to get here. So buckle up, everybody. <laughs> Blasphemers are hanged by their tongues. All right, that's topical. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, I would say that we we should also figure out which one of these were probably. I don't know if you if you can if you have multiple offenses on your record. Like I don't know what the hierarchy is. Which one you end up with? Are there some that could be dished out simultaneously? Maybe it's like speed dating, and you just kind of like there's a buzzer goes off, and you just switch to the next station, bend over. Yeah. Well, we've at least all um, I think all of us have at least I've blasphemed. I know you've blasphemed, Casey. I've I feel blasphemed. like you may have That's Jeremiah. I feel like you've I, it probably depends on blasphemed. How we're defining blasphemy. I'm not sure what I'm ready to commit to in this public forum, but hmm. uh, Okay. <laughs> I I'd say let's uh, let me wait. Let's see what other things we can get punished for. I don't know if I'm ready to stop at the first thing, you know? Like this is a little bit like what is it, Secret Santa? Not Secret Santa white elephant like i'm not sure i'm ready to jump on the first interesting more whiteness i like that very well here's one that kind of fits in good murderers and their allies are tormented by venomous creatures and numberless worms hell yeah but you can collect those worms by putting tape on someone's butthole uh how do you define a um it says murderers and their what and their allies uh, are we all allies to murderers living in a capitalist society? Let's go. Oh, there. geez, not this. <laughs> I think no, capitalism's got hey, less to do, do with it. Do you have a fucking like iPad? Then you murdered living 12 in a society old. that, that you. quietly funded the war, the war on terror, where we just like murdered, uh, you know, Middle Eastern people at weddings and stuff. Hey, hey, we also bombed some schools. Yeah. <laughs> also schools maybe a daycare probably some coffee shops they drank more but tea, yeah are we but, are yeah. we not all allies i do like sometimes it's a it's a it's a thought that it doesn't go anywhere so it's like how long can you dwell on it you know but like sometimes when people get like really up in arms over certain things like on twitter or something you just think to yourself like dude how many people has our government murdered since like since we've been alive? Well, and... How many polos have you bought from Old Slavy? <laughs> that is an amazing <laughs> name. Oh Old my goodness. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, that is man. true. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways in which uh, we all quietly participate in horrendous actions. So also I, called I, free I... market capitalism, according yeah. to Sam. <laughs> Did you see my Twitter post? <laughs> you didn't like it, bitch. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I don't. E- I don't even have an X account anymore. Well, I think X. I probably do. I literally just. I j- just made a joke about that on X. No one's gonna say that. Elon Musk. Honestly, Elon Musk is. I. I don't know for sure, but part of me does feel like he's trying. Like he doesn't. He cares so little about money that he's just trying to tank this thing now. I. He's re- I think removing I think the block similar- feature. Yeah, but similar to Trump, I think people are ascribing way too much 5D chess explanations to what is really just a narcissist who's not used to be told no, who doesn't understand that he's not the genius that he thinks he is. And everyone else is just standing in a circle going, huh? He's not the genius in all. Like it's he's clearly smart. He's just like, but you don't you're not you're not running a social media company smart, like because honestly, uh we might want to end up editing this out, but I'll go for it anyway. He's publicly pointed out that he's has autism. Like, isn't, I mean, part of that is like not necessarily picking up on like certain social cues. There's aspects to that, that maybe don't aren't exceptionally compatible with running a social media company and knowing what people generally want this feels like a rabbit trail that's distracting us from the apocrypha but uh, (laughs) i think i can make the argument that he does a bad job of running all of his companies so yeah this one is just the first one that's like the stakes are so low as far as like they're not trying to put people into space or like build cars that it's fun just to sit around and watch him take something that already was a completely functioning company and by the genius of his own ideas just drive it off a cliff i think my favorite tweet i saw about it was when he first put the x logo on top of the building in san francisco and it's lighting up in that stupid pattern if you've seen it like it's nighttime and it's just pulsing and lighting up and whatever and it's so bright it's just casting these huge shadows across all the buildings around him at night and uh the caption was just someone saying he's never once considered that there is another person (laughs) like yeah he's just never considered (laughs) that everyone else doesn't want to experience this all of the time like would you say he's a maker of idols I would. Is that our next one? Is that our next one for that? I mean, if that qualifies, he's scourged with fire whips or uh, beat each other with fire rods. What fire whips and fire rods? Holy crap! What's a fire rod? Diablo again. Fire whip is like the Balrog had. How do you make one of those though? Like, I get how it works in a fantasy context. CGI. Okay, what's a fire rod? Just get a big I don't know. Stick? See, like that's a, where a lot of these are kind of lame because it's like they could only think of so like literally like living in the Middle Ages surrounded by misery and they could only think of like four bad things. And then they were like, "Ooh, worms are icky. It's funny because like a fire whip, like when you think of the function of a whip and how quickly it does like the the motion and leaves the lacerations like the fire would almost be inconsequential if not cauterizing to the actual function making it maybe but it would less scary maybe it's more of a psychological torture unless they wrap you in it now a fire rod i think of just like putting a fucking like a cast iron fire poker and just leaving that in hot coals pulling it out that's glowing and you get hit with that which sounds sounds worse if i if someone just lined up the two they go you can get hit with this fire whip or you can get just like beaten with this fire rod i might go whip what about you guys whip or rod i, I, I need to rod, know what heavy, the rod is heavy 
Right, but like I'm thinking like a glowing hot piece of rebar, which I don't think there's a worse that's, thing you can really be getting hit with. Yeah, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be terrible. Yeah, it's not yeah, one that'd be for real... one. So they're like, it could be the fire whip or the fire rod, and you're it might like, be like a like a real skinny, spindly sort of rod. Like, I mean, I think I'm gonna go like back to blasphemy so I can get hung by my mm. tongue. I think that's what I'm doing in this situation. Like, I, I am backing back up. I want that previous one. Do you? Yeah, I'm not making any idols. Is there one where they just take you out back and they shoot you in the head and drop you in the ditch? Like, is that an option? No, that's too gentle. All right. Um, We need to make a poll for all of these after this episode um, and see how people would be preferred to be killed in hell. Here's a a good one. This one, this one, this women who adorn themselves for the purpose of adultery are hung by their (laughs) hair. Over a bubbling mire. Adore and the men who had sense. adulterous relationships with them are hung by their genitals next to them. Oh, that sounds... You know what? I Man, do The women are just hung this. by their hair. That Book actually that does feel like more... Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're on the same page, mire? Jeremiah. I can feel it. It's finally like men are getting the worst punishment for the same sin. And I think that that's a very progressive aspect of this book. So, Which hair are women being hung by? <laughs> yeah. oh that's it's a like, valid question they're pubes you're like oh maybe it's... <laughs> maybe it's oh, a bubbling mire i mean i'm thinking that's like it's it's a bog of thick liquid that if you fall into it you're probably not getting back out of especially if it's bubbling like is it like boiling swamp muck because maybe so it's a big yeah. vat of squirrel dumplings that feels like a type of thing that when you <laughs> fall into it like when they dig your cooked body out like the meat just slides off the bone Pilgrim's yeah it's like, a, it's like a smoked pork butt I feel like Pilgrim's Progress had like a better hell concept, or uh, I should say, um, Dante's Inferno is more compelling than this so far. We're only like three or four punishments in, and I'm already not having time. We have so many more. We haven't even gotten to some of the like really bad sins. I'm guessing. Here's a here's a combo one. Oh, you don't think adultery is bad? Wow. Tell me how that feels when your wife cheats on you, Jeremiah. Dang, (laughs) that got dark. I'm sorry. He can have. (laughs) friendships built on shared horniness that's <laughs> that is a reference for something that happened before the podcast it's not going to make sense to listeners Maybe some people will get it i just want people to know that's a reference not an organic story hey it's important to me that people understand this <laughs> yeah this is not something that jeremiah has done but he he could who are you to say <laughs> I'm Jeremiah, so <laughs> I'm an authority he's on Jeremiah. He's horny and he's a human, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, persecutors and betrayers of the righteous have half their body set on fire, are cast into a dark pit, and their entrails are eaten by a worm that never sleeps. I like how the worm doesn't sleep, and that somehow, that somehow, because. It's one worm that no, it's not like your entrails are just endlessly eaten by worms forever. It's like there's this one worm and it doesn't sleep and it won't stop. But also it's half your body and the rest of it's already been cast into fire and you're pretty much dead. But now you're two living entities. You've been separated into two and because you're eternal and you can't die, you're just tortured forever. Now it's like twofold torture. Like, are you experiencing this? Um, uh, are you experiencing it as two separate but equal, separate but equal uh, egalitarianism? Awesome Christian concept. Uh, it just seems wild. Like, 
Is it like when uh, you cut? Is it like when you cut a worm in half? Now you have two worms. Like a, a new, a new worm forms. I think you're overthinking it. The I, worm is I icky, think it is, and he doesn't take up. breaks from being icky. That's the. That's what's bad about the worm. He's like Samara or whatever from the ring. He never <laughs> sleeps. Um, mothers, let's see. Women who aborted their children are in a pit of excrement up to their throats. And aborted? their children shoot a flash of fire into their eyes. Oh, dang. Okay. Now, if we're talking about punishments for sins where the kid or the victim gets to shoot fire at you, gets magic powers, and they can shoot fire at you to burn you to death, that I'm coming around. Honestly, if I got Cyclops's X-Men superpower, I might have chosen being aborted. In the <laughs> If you could only shoot it at your mom. Yeah, but you're telling me that you get that power in in your second life. I don't think he gets That's to float time. around hell shooting at random people. He I only think it's gets a one to time. shoot into his mom's eyes. Yeah, that's a but, one-time thing. And the translation that I read the first time said a bolt of lightning shot out of his eyes into his mama's eyes. And that she was standing in, uh, like, baby juice. Baby juice? That's, that's a... That, no. Sam always has to do that. I didn't have to do it. Casey needs to enunciate better. Now, there's two separate things here, too, okay? So there is that. That is for women who aborted their babies, okay? I think uh, this is the only actual mention of abortion in any even, like... I'm surprised they didn't canonize it for that purpose. Right? In any apocryphal... I mean, it, it actually helps me understand the Catholic stance on abortion better, more than, like, the evangelical one. Yeah, true. Now, okay, if you wait... If you wait a little longer, um, mothers who committed infanticide have their breast milk congeal into flesh-devouring animals that torment both parents, uh, and their dead children are delivered to a caretaking angel called Temlicos. Okay. So your breast milk curdles turns into animals. I don't know. Weasels? But your dead children are saved. Mongooses. Is that what it's saying? Sea otters. Your dead children are safe. Okay. Yeah. So if now, you, no, 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 see, no, this is bullshit. If, All right. They, they already if the cracks. too long, though, you don't get to shoot lightning out of your eyes. Yeah. That's, that, that's the downside of this one. That's you get to bullshit. go with an angel, but you don't get to torment your mother with fire light, lightning. But eyes. also, these babies, tor- these aborted babies tormenting their mothers are doing so in hell, which means they're actively living in hell and just tormenting from there. I, but once you're, uh, if your mom commits infanticide, you're just whisked away by an angel into eternal bliss. I mean, it seems for, uh, for people who care so much about abortion, it seems like a really bad shake for, uh, for the aborted babies, aborted fetuses, if you will. Uh, they get the short end of the stick. And I don't think that's fair. Okay. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. I'll be honest. I, know, I feel like I we should just keep reading about no, punishments. I, I mean, I, I hear you guys. Your silence says everything. You think it's fair that because the whole evangelical argument is like, no, if you're aborted, you go to heaven because you'd have a choice. And then you go, well, following that logic, that's a lot easier to save people by aborting than by telling them the gospel when they're 45 and didn't give a fuck about it their entire lives but 
now this book is kind of flipping that upside down. It's like, oh, now we can, uh, you're, you're better off killing your baby after it's born than like when it's pre-born. I don't know. A lot of inconsistencies that don't mesh up with, uh, what I was taught about abortion and murder. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed that, um, well, so you doubt God's righteousness? Is that I, what I'm you're starting doing? to for the first time in my life. Those who slander and doubt God's righteousness gnaw their tongues, are mm. tormented with hot iron, and have their eyes burnt. All of those things. That's brutal. You can write a full uh, like Cannibal Corpse album out of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Cannibal Corpse is way more creative with their uh, torture album methods, art? I think. Yeah, that... Their yeah, their album, album art is, is disgusting. It's disturbing. <laughs> it's literally like could be scenes from some of this. They have very disturbing album art. Yeah, it's it's a lot of similar things. It seems to kind of all well. Uh, here's a good one. Here's this one's a little different. Those who do not heed the counsel of their elders are attacked by flesh devouring birds. This was written by a guy who wasn't listened to. to. <laughs> That's all that that is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it made him but so. But really, mad. maybe it's not that different. What are birds except winged worms? You know, Cannibal Corpse. Sorry, a little deviation. They've been around since the year I was born, nineteen eighty-eight, and they've had fifteen studio albums. That um, is wild. Is it the same members, or do they just like swap people out quietly in the background? That's a great question. Uh, band members. They've only had one, two, three, four five former members that's actually incredibly impressive for being 35 years old um i would highly recommend anyone who's unfamiliar with cannibal corpse to um go ahead and (laughs) look up their album art if you have a strong stomach (laughs) oh uh there's a specific one in here for lesbians no way they continually are marched up a hill and then they have to tumble off a cliff over and over and over again. You said tumble off a cliff? Yeah. A great cliff repeatedly. Uh, Here's a good one. Women who had premarital sex have their flesh torn to pieces. What about men who have premarital sex? Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't matter. It never matters. I think you still fall into the hanging by your genitals at that point. They have plausible deniability, you know, men have always throughout history had plausible deniability because it's always been about like what breaking the hymen. So you're like, I've they that to the point where like what's crazy about that, that's how how it was like how people would know if they were having sex with a virgin, which is wild because there are moments and times where the hymen's broken without actually having sex so like if that but if that was the case you would be deemed a uh like a whore and, and then you your dad has to give the be thrown the, into a volcano goats back yeah point is women have a fun day great that's women all get a lot of shine in this book though they have a lot more specific uh punishments than men do it's, it's a funny lot that of responsibility like, there's punishments for lesbians uh I'm sure there's nothing in here about the men who watch them. <laughs> uh, here's oh, here's another good one. Disobedient slaves gnaw their tongues eternally. 
Honestly, that sounds better than being an actual slave in real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Though, there's just like there's it's a lot of punishments of- really directed at certain people that you want to keep a lid on. Yeah, specifically uh, directed towards maybe women in some yeah. situations. Those who lend money and depend usury upon usury stand up to their knees in a lake of foul matter and blood. That one doesn't sound so bad. No, I mean, I think didn't um, the kids from it did that when they vanquished the demon clown. I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. that bad. Rich people who neglected the poor are clothed in rags and hey, pierced right. with a sharp pillar of fire. That They're sounds like, pretty that good. That was totally worth our conquest in the real world. I also think it's so fun. Like these are the, those passages get skipped over. Like when you look at like really anything related to the actual sins of America, it's like, Oh, uh, we'll just spend a lot of time talking about, you know, gay people, but spend barely any time on gluttony, even though like 85% of pastors are fat. And that's a real, that has to be true. Like, I don't think I'm making that stat up. A lot of dumplings keeps a, it takes a lot of dumplings to keep a Coral pastor dumplings. preaching any old kind of dumplings. Pastors don't differentiate. They, they will take a dumpling of any sort. <laughs> so yeah that, there's a few more but they're all basically the same sort of things it's like oh you get a little fire oh my God. you get a worm i don't know how true this is i just but i had to google it because i said 80 percent. did i say 80 percent of pastors are fat something like that yeah Stud, i this is from research.lifeway.com i'll i'm gonna dig into this a little bit more but um resource mc.org uh says that According to a 2014 survey, 83.25% of all... Oh, no, sorry. That's the wrong thing. Uh, studies show that more than 75% of American preachers are overweight, many to the point of obesity. In every uh, in every denomination? Or are some worse than others? That American saying. preachers. Okay. So, if you preach and you're in America... Seymour uh, Wattenberger, director of mission for the Knox Association of Baptists in southeastern Kentucky, said pastors often joke about their food consumption, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I wasn't that far off. You cannot trust the study as much as you want, and you can dig into it more yourself. Uh, Seems reasonable. Google search told me that I was only 5% off. I don't actually give one fuck whether or not you're quote unquote overweight, but I just think it's ironic that biblical literalists. We'll talk about everything other than the one thing that they don't want to take literally in the Bible. So fuck Dude, them. That's all. Any any pastor that is like attractive, instantly like a YouTube star. Yeah, because there's only because yeah because fifteen percent. There's of like preachers five. Are, there's Joel Osteen. Five percent of preachers are actually attractive. There's that guy from uh, Fallout Five or whatever. Uh, Far Cry Five. Fallout Boy. <laughs> i can't ever remember his name but yeah so okay let's we, so we went through the list here at least to some extent it's not very creative stuff a lot of fire a lot of worms some yeah, just variations of the standard uh, things you'll be fire, by worms yeah. you'll be burned with fire the, the classics let's kick around some tortures of our own okay because some some jerk off just wrote this book. We could write a new one. Nobody'd know. 
Uh, it should have been written I by think... the Chinese. Uh, Chinese have had like they perfected torture, like talking like the bamboo shoots under the fingernails or strapping you over bamboo. Fact is, they were able to perfect it so well because they had bamboo native to their area, and bamboo grows so fast. They're like, we could any sick twisted mind would be like, we could kill people so fucking good with this shit. So bamboo is good for everything. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. It is a miracle. You can build a house. You you can put it in your curry. You can. And you can murder people horrifically slowly with it. It's, I mean, it's the perfect and, and pandas survive on it. I mean, what's more perfect than bamboo? Yeah. I don't know. Is, you know, it's, you, you know, it's a species it? of grass. That's, I did not know that. That's great. Isn't that strange? Okay. So, uh, let's throw some punishments around here. Um, mm. we can start at the low end of the spectrum. How about, uh, Hmm. Uh, people who who borrow money from you and never pay it back, their, their wallet gets to... stolen repeatedly. <laughs> Jeremiah Your wallet was gets so stolen. quick on this one. I fucking love how fast he was. I think. You, I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> By name, you have to tell us the person who borrowed money from you didn't pay it back. That you no, 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 no. There isn't. There isn't somebody <laughs> who falls into that category. I was just thinking of something that was like I'm thinking like the movie Seven. You want something that's a little bit topical, right? Like it doesn't have to be the exact thing. But I'm thinking uh, they get force fed soup until they burst asunder. To write in a biblical sense, like ravioli. Yep, Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Even what a great movie! I need to watch that movie again. I know I haven't watched it in probably at least twelve years. My thought was uh, they get their wallet stolen, and the minute that they get all of their credit cards canceled and reordered, and get a new driver's license, it gets stolen again. <laughs> they just stuck in a perpetual so it's a, it's loop. Groundhog Day, but for getting your wallet stolen. Yeah. I love that. All right, I'm, burn. I get me. where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. I'll take, okay. I'll take, I'll take worms over that. Uh, people who giving you the stink eye, they perpetually have an eyelash that pokes them in the corner of their eye, and they can't get rid of it. How about that? I was thinking like conti- like bugs, like little mosquitoes. Every time you get that one out of your eye, a new one just flies right into oh, it. Oh, that is that's that's bad. Yeah. Or oh, like you're at a campfire. You're like around a campfire and your eyes are taped open and you just the smoke is constantly blowing in your direction. I think those are all valid options. I don't know what uh punishment this would be good for, but um Every time they pee, their dingus bumps the urinal. <laughs> what about? All right, that has to be. Uh, that's like you masturbated and you weren't. You, you're not allowed to masturbate. I would say <laughs> every time you pee, it splits into twelve streams and never, none of them actually go into the toilet bowl, and you have to endlessly clean it up with toilet paper at three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Always what if it's dark? Like you don't turn the a lights on. Our head at a crappy motel. It just <laughs> everywhere but in the middle. <laughs> you like either on your tiptoes or you're bending over to try to rinse your hair. What if every time after like they shake it and put it back in, another like half cup comes out? Like because <laughs> we've all done that. You know what? You think you pinch it off and then you put it in, and like a you're like that was a lot more pee dripping out than I thought 
was left. And it was like a full shaft length of pee that somehow didn't make it out. I think one of the most shameful things of my like recent history was like a few years ago, I was teaching a class and I was in a hurry to use the restroom and then get back in to teach. And oh, I came out of the restroom and some, one of the people that was there for the class said, Hey man, you got some on your pants. I looked down and there was like a, a wet spot, like right over my dong. And oh, I, perfect. I just, I hadn't felt like teenager level of self-loathing and, mm. you know, just wanting to like sink into a floor drain. Dude, and you had to that... stand up in front of everybody and for the rest of the day still. Yeah. So I like went in the stall and I just, uh, you know, it was like I was trying to make fire in a, in damp wood. I was just like, you, I just rubbed I it say, and tell it, you look <laughs> like my a pants caught fire. You looked like a, it was like the, uh, the blowers to dry your hands. You looked like a chimpanzee swinging from a tree, just hanging upside down from one of the blowers, having to shoot straight in your dick. I feel like that exactly. would be a great punishment, though. Like that—that's a good one. You endlessly get up to do a TED talk with like your with piss soaked pants. That that would work. <laughs> um. Okay, this is a good one for people who don't uh, leave us a good review on a podcast platform. <laughs> uh, you endlessly bash your knee into a trailer hitch. It, so you're just coming up with punishments and then prescribing what they did. What is that what this is now? You just made up punishments? Yeah, I'm God in this scenario, and I get to punish people for the things that All right, I feel I get are it. important. You're trying to creatively come up with punishments and then retroactively decide what crime makes sense for that punishment yeah so it's okay. like the things i mentioned and then i don't know maybe throw in a couple classics like women that braid their hair get disemboweled or something <laughs> i really thought we were coming together to make some more just punishments or something i feel like casey's just working on vendettas <laughs> i'm well, not you sure you guys can add something to the equation here come up with a punishment <laughs> I don't know I, if I have a vendetta to match what you've got, though. That's the thing is like, I thought we were going to like come up with better versions of the punishments. Like something made more sense. All right. Let's thinking of a punishment. Um, okay. Someone, they keep parking uh, in front of your house, like taking up your parking spots or something. It's a street parking uh, only road. And right. they're they, parking in front of your house directly. And they, so they get a leak in their tire that's not incredibly fast. It's just fast enough that you have to find somewhere and top it up about once a week. You have to Good. constantly think about it. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's big enough where they have to constantly get new tires, but every time they get a new tire, they run over a nail. Perfect. Ooh, through the sidewall. Yeah, it, but it's <laughs> never. It's like you can always like fill up and get one more day out of it, but you have to put air in your tire every single day. And then you get a new tire and then you immediately run over something else again. And you have to still continually put air in your tire every single day or get a new tire. And that perpetually happens. That would make me actually, that might make me step out in front of traffic if I had to deal with that forever. People who complain at restaurants eat bushels of pubes. <laughs> it's like, um, you remember the uh, old, like you get caught smoking a cigarette and you're forced to smoke the whole pack. Mm -hmm. it's like whoever eats more nachos with the stuff on it 
still has like has to eat like 10 dishes of nachos (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the ravioli (laughs) scenario again that one fits so many things it's just something happening until you burst asunder i just want to be able to say burst asunder a lot you do love asunder it is a good term all right here because sam's sam's he's got some vengeful genes towards people um yeah how about if I just name a person and then you give me their punishment? Are you giving me an actual person or a first name? And I just have to connect well, it. I'm not to talking about somebody from your personal life. All right. Let's, okay. We'll just, we'll see how this goes. Okay. I'm Greg, nervous, Greg Locke. Greg Locke. Oh my God. Greg Locke has to have continuously get pegged by a liberal woman or a lesbian forever. That's it. No, no, no. He doesn't actually get pegged by them, but a rumor starts that he is, and he can't get rid of the rumor, no matter what. There, dude, it follows him forever. There it is. He's just like, no, no, that was good. I never did it. <laughs> yeah, but <sighs> the problem is, no, no, no. The problem is, though, that his followers would always believe everything he says, so we need video evidence of him. Yeah. Deep doing faked. something. Yeah. That could be it. It could just be a deep fake. Uh, but we there needs to be video evidence of him doing something that he would rail against and have a problem with. Just Greg Locke in Congress with a, a male goat. Greg Locke having an extramarital affair with Alexandria uh, Alex, uh, AOC, Alexio Cortez, whatever. I probably said her name wrong. I said her name wrong. You Fuck did. Me. You did. Definitely. Definitely. It's fine. Jeff Bezos. What, <laughs> what punishment would you throw at him? Uh, he has to work in one of his own warehouses. <laughs> For 10 years, 10 years hard <laughs> labor in an Amazon dude, warehouse. No, and he has forever. to crap his Not, pants oh, every this night. Isn't prison. Wait, wait, wait. wait he this has is to do it for immortally. He has to do it for, no, no, he has to do it for one year, but he's competing against one of the robots and they keep using his KPIs. And if the robot ever beats him, the robot gets to take him out back and shoot him and double <laughs> the other broken Amazon employees. If you, if you can't beat the, the Amazon Roomba, then you get worms. You get the worms that don't sleep, bro. In Casey's hell, everyone's ended up with worms at some point. He's like, that's just a bonus. Like, that's a freebie we keep at the counter. You can just slide into the punishments bag. It's, oh, guess what? You're getting a worm, and he is hungry at night. (laughs) You're going to want to keep some milk by the bed. Worms is a universal prescription. It's the ivermectin of punishments. (laughs) Given that's an anti-worm drug, that that's great. There is an iron to that. <laughs> um, oh boy. Okay, who who else? Throw somebody out. Who gets what? Uh, Kanye West. Oh. Oh man. He's in a room with a bunch of people from a variety of different backgrounds, economic statuses, artists from many many generations. And his mouth is permanently sealed over and he can't speak. All he can do is listen to other people's thoughts for eternity. <laughs> Dude, I feel or, like you could give him and Trump like the same thing. It's like you ever have those dreams where something scary is happening and you try to scream and nothing comes out. And you're just frantically trying to make noise and you all you can do is just kind of go, oh, help, help. <laughs> it's like it's like that. Yeesh. Uh, I feel like there's, it's, who's the, uh, something's about to bust guy. 
Oh man, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to remember his name, but uh, you know, this... something is about to bust. <laughs> you still have it, <laughs> man. He had that quick. Oh yeah, it's it's labeled bust. <laughs> I know which one it is. Every time um... you need to bust on the podcast, you just can. <laughs> God, I his name's on the tip of my tongue. It's pissing me off so bad. Well, moving on. Do we get to find out what all what heaven is? Is there anything about heaven? Are we getting there? That's what it really is. Good. It's yeah. everybody's everybody's nice and white. They have curly hair. Uh, there's fruit. There's lots of fruit, and we all sing. It's basically what they told us heaven was going to be. I I wonder if this is where that depiction of heaven comes from. Because what who how else would that survive through the ages? You know. It sounds so boring and terrible. That's what people hear and they go, that sounds, that sounds boring. And they, and then the, the, the responses are always, well, that's because you don't love God. And you're like, I guess that's why I won't be there. It's tough. Cause they're like, it's a toss up between boring or eternal torture. And you're like, I guess I'll pick boring, which also at some point ends up feeling like eternal torture. I mean, there's no, at some point, eternity must just be torture, right? Yeah, at least getting tortured is exciting. <laughs> at least getting tortured is exciting. I'm just trying to. Think is it Hank Kuhneman? Tortured, and your eggs are always overcooked. Is that the something is about to bust guy Hank Kuhneman? I think so. Yeah. For him, I prescribe a slingkini made of yellow jackets. How about that? Ugh, yeah, everything a, about that Kuhneman. sounds bad. K U N N E A E M A N. Hell yeah, that man's perfect. He'll make it into heaven. Oh, he's not. He's not curly. Curly though. How about so. a? How about like a blistering sunburn and then having to take a hot shower? That's a pretty good one. That is. What about like? Um, it's like. You know when, as a kid, when you would like run through the woods and your legs would get all scratched up by thorns, and then you would turn the shower on and would like burn excessively. It's like that all yeah. over your Alcohol. all over your body, <laughs> but always how it feels within the first like one and a half seconds of the warm water hitting it, and it never ends. You're perpetually getting paper cuts between your fingers, and then having to juice limes all day. Oh man, I had um, I had uh a branch fell into my yard from a pine tree and filled my yard with thousands of pine cones. It was a pretty big ass branch. I didn't realize uh, how heavy pine cones were when you put them all into a, like a trash barrel. Uh, pine cones are quite heavy. That, that took me by surprise, but that's not what this is about. So I, I'm raking them up, scooping them into a trash barrel. And I don't have, I didn't have work gloves on. So I'm just like, scooping all these pine cones into a barrel. My hands from like fingertips to palms are completely coated in tree sap. Uh, soap doesn't do anything for tree sap. Uh, Dawn dish soap is my go-to for cleaning my hands and uh, tree sap. It's like, it never goes away. Uh, but rubbing alcohol, uh, I recently learned is the only thing that gets rid of tree sap. And that was cool. Uh, so, you know, pour that all over my hands, but rubbing alcohol is also fun. Cause it, it makes you acutely aware of every single tiny 
laceration you have on your hand. Like I don't have nothing about anything on my hands hurts at all. I could, no matter where I touch my fingers or my hands, nothing seems to hurt until I completely spray them with rubbing alcohol and my hands just are on fire. So like maybe that, that meme, like, like uh, remember that like cut you on your hand, bright cleaner remembers. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, so maybe that's it. You run through the woods, you get all your whole legs, everything cut up by thorns, your whole body scratched, slightly cut up, nothing, nothing crazy. But every time you turn your shower on, rubbing alcohol comes out. I think that's a good one. Yeah. And then also the smell of that would, yeah, Yeah. it burns you everywhere, really. And the scent of like, I don't know, you guys ever smell rub when like you get the scent of rubbing alcohol, it burns your sinuses. A hot rubbing alcohol shower would, would last racing all over your body. Would be pretty be a pretty good torture. Yeah. There's endless. I just, I honestly, I wish we lived in like a, you know, a war torn country where it felt like it was necessary to come up with these things. Right. Cause then you could try it on people guilt free. You know, you basically wish you were Saddam Hussein. Yeah. So in this scenario, I don't think we're going to be in the coming up with, punishments to try on people part i think we're going to be in the serfs who are getting fed to the machine part of that equation <laughs> oh absolutely yeah you know you, that's definitely true but one can i might be a can... warlord <laughs> casey's you gonna have give it the old try. casey has it in him sam's gonna try to get people to work together and he'll get picked off early so his opinion doesn't matter here either <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna believe in the good of people for like 10 minutes too long casey's gonna go right to i've been saving up all of these uh cheap thrift store 22 revolvers for such a time as this yeah sam's the kind of sam's the guy that we give smallpox to and then trebuchet him over the wall into the other city (laughs) (laughs) he's not a bug chaser he's a bug flinger (laughs) well this It'll is a be fun a noble uh, topic. So if you uh, if you got some ideas for good tortures in hell or specific ones for specific people that you hate, um, let's not get crazy now. But uh, yeah, it's a good place to post unless your torture fantasies. People. Right? Yeah, public figures fine. Don't tell us what you want to do to your cousin or whatever. Yeah. Like my cousin that won't quit trying to be a rapper. <laughs> okay, he can only listen to his music uh, outside of someone else's suburban that rattles a whole bunch and is just playing it with all the windows up at way too loud a volume. Like he has to no, mix. No, it would be good just... if he could only listen to his music from someone else's perspective. That would. Be That's good. what I'm saying. Like he can only listen to his <laughs> Hell music. Hell is like... perspective taking skills for like. <laughs> for absolute narcissists (laughs) yeah every time he finishes a rap just a rap ballad he uh gets a copyright violation has his (laughs) has his song taken down (laughs) oh nuts but uh yeah you want to post your torture fantasies then uh the discord is the place to do we do it all the time talk about the you know how we would take revenge on those who have wronged us in the discord. So join us there. And, uh, you know, if you don't, maybe you'll be God tortured will punish you with eternal hangnails that, uh, peel off part of your finger skin, possibly, 
or you could have bed sheets made of nettles. There's so many good options. Yeah, what about a head lice inf- infestation that never goes away? Like a head lice infestation and your fingernails all fall off so you can't scratch them. Ugh. And it's like um how do you, you can't sh- your uh you can't shave your head. Uh your all your, your hair is just like strands of steel. I don't know. You can't cut it. It's not like Samson because you could cut his hair despite being as strong as he was. But either way, that's it. The torture is you're stuck with head lice and you're for the f- eternally and to the point where it's so bad that you can like hear them scrounging around on your scalp. Yeah, they make an audible noise. They're like yeah. the crickets of head lice. While they like just while their bodies just smash together as they have fight for dead skin on your scalp. Ooh, that's a good punishment. Cicadas are now the size of lice and can crawl all over you, but they're yeah. just as loud. And the sound <laughs> they make is them dry humping your dandruff. <laughs> and guess what? They hate the worm. Mortal enemies. <laughs> they don't they're, sleep they're, either. Look, if that worm doesn't come out, they're going in for it. <laughs> and guess what? You don't have any tape. Because <laughs> that's the beauty so, of the tape is it keeps the cicadas from going in. That's the punishment is your body is the battleground for an eons long war between the, the miniature cicadas and your tapeworm. It's like <laughs> it's like actually being Earth with humans living on it. <laughs> Stop trying to get woke on us, Sam. Just enjoy the cicada tapeworm more. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Like Sam said earlier, uh, we have a fun episode next week that I can't we're wait. very excited to put out. We had a blast can... recording this one yeah. with uh, another podcast, and you're gonna want to catch it. It was so funny. I think it was the most. I think it was the most fun I've had with guests, maybe since we started the podcast. I I had the time of my life doing that episode. It was a good one. Yeah, it was it was a, a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.